T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> v. Mitchell Finley, 11 a.m. What'd you do with all that money, JP? What'd I do with all what money? That your parents gave you for singing lessons. <laughs> you've, been, you've, been, you've been workshopping that for a few days now, Nah, dog, I've been, I mean, I actually, before, you just ignored it, but, you know, this time you listened. Um, it's funny. Um, <laughs> my parents gave me no money for singing lessons. Um, Smart as hell. Listening to B. Mitch and Finley here on 106.7 The Fan right now, I would say normally it's via the BetQL guest line, but he's sitting here in Ashburn with me. Uh, Pete Haley joins us from NBC Sports Washington and Washington Football Talk podcast. What up, Pedro? How you doing, bud? Hello, JP. Good to see you. And Brian, good to hear from you, pal. What's up, Peter? Hey, Brian Mitchell. What's up? I see What's you on up? that Bet, BetQL tech Tacoma line. Yes, exactly. That's that's really well said. Um, it's a new feature they're rolling out. So, B, B and I were just talking about um, Brock Purdy, and and if the Commanders have a chance of winning this thing, maybe it's because Brock Purdy. We don't know who the hell this guy is. He's played two games. Um, it's been pretty easy for him, frankly, because the Niners are just so loaded. Uh, I think you were just watching some Brock Purdy tape there, grinding it up. What do you What do you make of this kid? Yeah, so I just I try to watch the condensed replay of the commander's opponents. Uh, just the last game they played to get a, a very slight idea, not like I know everything or really a lot about what the Niners are trying to do. But in watching Purdy, he started off the game against the Seahawks last Thursday 11 for 11, which is awesome. But a lot of those 11s were checkdowns to Christian McCaffrey. His first touchdown was the result of an awesome play drawn up by Kyle and pretty executed well by faking one way faking the other way and then throwing to George Kittle for a touchdown but Kittle double was wide open yeah the double fake screen to Kittle um it's it's going to work for them because Kyle is so smart and Brock is able to make these simple throws but there was one third nine where Brock had to drop back and just throw this out route it wasn't it wasn't wide open. He had to make a good throw, and he just skipped it to him. It looked like one of Taylor's worst throws or or just a like a bad quarterback play. So <laughs> if they can somehow disrupt him or put him in those third and longs more consistently, that would be awesome. Now, it's not going to be easy. Again, Kyle's so smart. I heard on the broadcast that the, that the Niners go three and out 
one out of every eight possessions, which is the Damn. best rate in the NFL. They are able to build up drives and, and make manageable things occur for their quarterback. So um, it, it's going to be on the commander's defense. But if they can, I don't think Purdy has the talent to beat them in the fourth quarter. He's just had a couple of easier game scripts. Well, I, I um, listened to the game on um, Sunday night, and they talked about how the commanders like to use the five-man front, and they had to use the four-man front. Which one you think that they would be able to use against Cobb? Because I think the five-man front stops the runs inside. Then when they can't, when the people are getting outside, they change to the four and do something else. But the communication of the linebackers and all is going to be key. I don't think it's about Brock Purdy more as communication because you watch him and you're watching the film. When he throws a lot of balls to these checkdowns, nobody's around him. Yeah, I, I think I would still like to start with the five-man front because – in, in the Commanders-Giants game, when the Giants had those three straight Barkley runs, the Commanders mm -hmm. had their four men front out there, and that allowed the Giants guards to both, Giants guards and center, to just attack John Allen and Deron Payne and just neutralize them. And then when that happened, there's just these big creases for Barkley to run through. But when Washington goes with their five-man front, you put giant John Ridgeway right there at the center of things. It's harder for the O-line to focus on Allen and Payne. One of them, if not both of them, will have one-on-ones, and that's how they can disrupt things. So I would hopefully uh, try and take away that inside running game. You don't necessarily associate McCaffrey with being a guy who who knifes up the middle, but he's really good at it. Mm -hmm. um, so, so have that five-man front. Hope that Jamin and and then whether it's Bostic or it's Cam Curl or Bobby McCain, hope that they can patrol the flats. I think McCain's done a pretty good job in the flats in the past couple of games. He's made a lot of tackles short of the sticks, so he's going to have to be uh, you know, monitoring McCaffrey and other guys who are leaking out. And then when they go to that four-man front, you need those four to get home. They didn't do that against the Giants. They need to do it against the Niners. And then uh, if Purdy's able to dump it off, that's when you need Davis and those guys to help clean things up. You named some names there that have been playing – between well and, and quite well, maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have a, I just had a vision as you were talking of John Bostic and Christian McCaffrey in space. <laughs> and it, it wasn't a good vision. I saw you <laughs> shudder over there. I was wondering why. <laughs> um, talking with Pete Haley, NBC Sports Washington. Uh, what do you make of this quarterback mess? Yeah, I, I think it's Taylor's. Uh, this is This could be his last stand. Um, I do think it's odd that, like, if we know, as Ron told you in the in the one-on-one -on -one he did on Monday, like, if we knew, if he knows that it's so close that he was almost going to go to Carson and Taylor needed a touchdown to stave that off, I think it's odd that Ron wouldn't just go to Carson straight off the bat. Like, if it's that close and you find yourself considering it so much, just put Carson in right now because, like, if you're going to wait for Taylor to screw up and if he has a bad first quarter or bad second quarter and then you want to do it at halftime, I don't know why you would wait so maybe there is a bit of a longer leash than we think for Taylor. And I actually think Taylor is going to make it through this game all the way through. Not necessarily because he plays well, but I think the commanders are going to try to be so run-heavy and try to muck this game up and make it so low-scoring and hide Heineke like they did in their previous wins, most notably the Eagles game, and then lean on the play action where Heineke can get some easier throws. So um, I... I think we do end up seeing Carson before the season's over. And in the aftermath of the Sunday night disappointment, I thought 
this would happen this weekend. I, I imagine Taylor just getting destroyed by this Niners defense. But now that I've had some time to think, I think the Niners will be very Robinson and Gibson forward, and Taylor will will you know have his occasional awful throw or maybe a fumble here or there, but not screw up enough to have Wentz uh, come off the sideline. Maybe they lose this weekend, and then Ron goes to Carson. But I think Taylor makes it through the game. You this, it, you lose this weekend, you go to Carson. I mean, you got to damn near be perfect the last two games. Yeah, you got to win. And I, yeah, I, but I think, I, I think this 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 weekend is a must to win. I believe because I think we've said they had to go two and two or better in the last four. Yeah, you don't win this one. I don't know if it's going to be we people going to be saying, "Oh, they're going to just nuts. be able to go and win the last two. Yeah, yeah. There, we've known this for about this team. They have such slim margins and. Who knows? They get a bad referee call against the Browns, or if the Cowboys have to play some of their guys for a half just to keep them in rhythm in that finale, the Commanders go down by 10. Who's to say they can come back against Cooper Rush if that type of thing happens? So it's such a shame that they burned that opportunity at home, off a bye, Sunday night, playing the same opponent. They should have had such a better start because now they've really backed themselves into a corner. If they had won, then you could be like, all right, this Niners game is a bit of a bonus. Let's let's hope they just compete, and then they could come down the final stretch. But now this Niners game's importance has yeah. increased so much, and that's unfortunate because this is the one of the four that is the least likely for them to just capture. Back up to an earlier comment, Pete. You, you said that the, the game planning. We just saw them game plan for two weeks, basically three weeks for a team. And I don't think the game plan was successful on either side of the football. Yeah. So what makes us think they're going to game plan in a shorter period of time against a much better football team? My only hope is that because the team is so much better than them, especially in the Niners defense versus the commander's offense section of the game, that the commanders will be forced to execute that Philly game plan, they'll be forced to not take the ball out of Robinson's hands when but he. Dude, and I'm I sorry to interrupt you. The Eagles couldn't stop the run, so right. that worked. The Niners are going to chew up and spit out this offensive line. Like I, I just, I, my, I think they're going to try, and I think there's going to be a little bit of like, oh yeah, you guys really want to run it? Here we go, and it's just going to sputter, and eventually they're going to have to lean on Taylor. I, like if they're going to. There may be different goals here. Is it, yo, let's get this over with and not get embarrassed? Mm -hmm. If that's your goal, okay, just keep running it. Keep the clock moving. Let's get the hell out of California. If you are trying to win the game this weekend, the the statistics and just watching these Niners play, Taylor's going to have to make some plays. I don't know that he's the guy to do that. Yeah. I don't know if Carson is either. I don't know if this passing game is in a position. But I don't to be know able why you make plays. it about Carson. Like I'm asking you, is Taylor the yeah, guy to do that? I think again, the Commanders when they when they played the Eagles, yes, the Eagles couldn't stop the run, but Brian Robinson had 26 carries for 86 yards. It wasn't like he was 26 for 150 and he was just run all over the place. I think they can stay committed to it, even if it's not working, because it's the annoying, uh, you know, math here. But if it's three yards, three yards, three yards, then you're Fourth and one, if it's 3-4-3, three, three, you get a first down, you keep the chains moving. The commanders don't have to necessarily gash them. They just have to be uh, really reliant on it. And I think Scott Turner maybe felt like in that Giants game he could he could be a little creative. Maybe he had that bye week and thought, hey, there's some plays here I forgot I had. I want to brush them off and, and use them. I don't think he has that luxury. I think there's one way to beat the Niners. It's not airing it out. It's, it's converting a lot of third downs. It's holding the ball for 35 minutes. And this is how the Niners like to win, too. So it's you're going to be butting heads with them. And then... And 
if you continue to show them that they have Robinson and Gibson to worry about, then Taylor can use those play actions, whip around, and make those throws. So, yes, Taylor can't just go 9 of 14 for 70 yards and have Washington win. He needs to be able to make those throws at some point. But with the play action, I think that can be a way to make it easier on them. The, the pro- like, the words you're saying make sense. There's just a gigantic flaw in the logic. The, the four games preceding the Commanders' victory in Philly, the, the Eagles gave up at least a buck 25 on the ground in the four games before that, including including 135 to Houston and 160 to Pittsburgh. Those are two bad teams. The Niners haven't given up more than 70 yards rushing in seven straight weeks. Yeah. They, they've got they held the Dolphins, a good team, mm-hmm. a good offense to 33 rushing yards 3 weeks ago. Yeah. So like we're just we're looking at different beasts and, and we can say you got to run it, got to run it, got to run it. But like if you're running into a brick wall over and over, you got to try something else. And and I I just you've got weapons. I I think they may have to lean on Taylor in this thing and I don't know that he's the guy to be leaned on. Yeah. If if they feel that way, then it would be, you know, that increases the likelihood that we see Carson again. If they really thought, okay, we have to win this game through the air, I would think but, that maybe they'd go with Carson right now because he's, in theory, better if you just had to go, you know, air it out, air it out, mm-hmm. throw on third and ten a bunch. But you're a, you're, you are a, a non – you don't hide that you're a Taylor over Carson guy. Yes. Can you be a Taylor guy if you don't think he's the guy to go win a game for you? I could be a Taylor guy with – I think Taylor fits their current situation better. Um, I know he only ran a bunch this past game, but with and he's taking the more sacks, which is why my Taylor over Carson stance is weakening. I'm still there, but I, it, I'm warming up to Carson might have to come in here and try and do something different. But he can run around. He can deal with – it's freezing in this room as JP's feeling around. Um, it could be uh, Taylor – you know, executing this run first game plan with Carson in there, maybe there is the temptation to throw it more. I don't know. It, I, I, I hear you that they have to get away maybe from the run to beat the Niners, but I think they can be creative. Like in that Eagles game, we were impressed with the way they were running the ball. It's not like the Commanders' O line is awful in pass pro, or at least below average. But when they run the ball, that's it, Andrew Norwell can get going forward. They can use Trey Turner okay. Like, I know they don't have their center anymore in Tyler Larson, but they can have Samuel knife across and and toss to Gibson and have Robinson and do all this motion where they can at least try and confuse the Niners and manufacture yards that way. And I think for them to ultimately win, they need to have some of the things that happen and upsets happen, which is maybe a big kickoff return or you have a a deep ball to George Kittle and and here comes Derek Forrest to force a fumble. Like, they're going to have to get lucky here. Um, But I think they can at least keep it close and, and... just they need to lean all the way into let's let's they're they're the 13 seed they're playing the four seed in NCAA tournament and how do those upsets happen bomb sometimes threes. either bomb threes <laughs> but instead of bombing threes then they're going to be bombing three yard runs I think and, and be I, jump in if you want I, I just I I think they really blew it with that Sunday night game against sure. the Giants I, I mean I, I just look uh, Russell just tweeted this out uh, per bet online. Will the Commanders make the playoffs? You can get plus money on yes. They're plus 185 to make the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. Right now they're in. Right. And and Vegas, or offshore, whatever you want to call bet online, is giving them, is saying there's a 69% chance they don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's impossible they're out of the seven seed by kickoff. 
Yeah. Lions and, and win at one o'clock. Again. Right. I, I I mean, should are are we not focused on the Giants loss enough? I think I was pondering this yesterday. I think the way it ended with those two controversial penalties did this team and Ron and the coaching staff a bit of a favor because a lot of us and rightly so directed the ire about that loss towards the officials and instead of ignore instead of paying attention to going down 14-3 and just just flatness from a team that had an environment that they had been asking for. They'd asked the fans to show up. The fans showed up. The commanders forgot to for the first 30 minutes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that loss was really mind-boggling. I didn't think they would. I thought in the tie they showed that they were the better team, and I thought for sure they had more talent and See, were going to be more juiced up. I think we lied to ourselves. Like you, the, the sentence you just said, I think in the tie they showed they were the better team. Well, yeah, in theory. You're tied. Yeah, a tie, should, a tie should show that they are <laughs> they the exact same as the other team. They tied one and lost one. I mean, I think, I think we, we looked at the, those teams, and I, I was saying, and I heard a lot of other people say, they were as close to being the they, – they were equally matched. When you look at them, and they're probably looking at each other in the mirror. And no, but we kept – we went back to one thing, our D-line. In that game, our D-line did not perform like they're capable of performing. Mm-hmm. I agree with that for sure. In um, the last game, they, they didn't. What do you make of all the chase stuff? It's besides just the fatigue of even the yeah. conversation. Yeah, I, I, as we wait for him to return longer and longer, you start trying to really guess or th- or surmise what's going on, and maybe it is as simple as his knee isn't ready, and they haven't seen the explosion. But I like Chase is a prideful guy. He's used to being the best player on his team, the best player on his D-line, used to shredding offensive tackles. And if he is a little worried in his knee, maybe he doesn't want to go out there and expose himself to uh, more struggles like he had in the beginning of 2021. So maybe he's a bit gun-shy of of being the pinch hitter pass rusher on third downs and everybody expecting, okay, he's going to be so energetic and come off the edge and get a sack per game. And maybe in his head, he's like, you know what? I'm not ready to do that. And I don't want to go out there and just be an edge setter and a guy who who forces a little bit of pressure. I want to be the alpha version of myself and I'm not ready to do that yet. And I think maybe he's not pushing himself to the point where the coaches would like him to. It seems like, you know, Jack's been pretty blunt about him not being 100% yet. Jack's been yet. the best barometer in and all of this. <laughs> Ron, I think, has even said himself, like, at this point it's mental. And it's not Ron's mental. It's it's Chase's mental. It's Chase's brain. It's Chase's desire to play. And I'm getting the sense, and this could just be a very bad read, but I'm getting the sense that there is a little bit of upsetness about Chase not just diving headfirst. And, of course, they want to be careful with him because he's supposed to be here for another 5, 10 years. But I think, like... Guys are banged up all the time this year. You see players go out and play through everything. Chase hasn't had to play one second, and he's and he's not pushing himself. It's December twenty first, and he hasn't played. They've been careful. I think yeah. you. I think you can argue they kind of created a problem here by being so careful and not maybe pushing a guy, and and now he doesn't want to go or he doesn't want to get pushed. Whatever it is, they keep saying not everybody can be Adrian Peterson who comes back in eight nine months, whatever it was. But like most of the people are back after a year, and maybe they're not. But, After 13 months. But I think and the maybe they're about, not as good as they were, but they usually are the following year. Right. They may be, but I think ultimately this whole thing has come from our expectation and what we thought. Because but I look B, at the Chase thing. said it. I wish he had never said but the week But see, that's the whole thing, either. Jay. You also, you, you also stated that you never believe what a player says. So yeah. a player will never say, oh, no, no, I'm way behind schedule. They never <laughs> say that. So the fact that when this, when this knee came out and they said it was more serious than we thought, when they say they have to go to the other leg, that's like I already said. When one, when you have one problem, 
that that's already that's gonna go work work at you mentally. When the other knee comes in there, that's gonna work at you too. Now let's be real. This coaching staff has been easy on these players for the most part. You watch how practice goes. You watch how they bring people back. We've seen it. Now all of a sudden, you want the guy to go a uh, uh, go against what has been the norm for most players. We saw Curtis sit out damn near a whole year. Okay, we because we didn't know what was going on. Well, some people didn't know. But you see all that all that going, and now we got Chase. Yeah, his mental is probably holding him back. I tell you, the mental is the strongest. Is the last thing that you get over that hump. But the coaches have been easy on him too. Now you want him to go because you're in a desperate situation. Uh, give me quick answers. Um, do they make the playoffs? No. Do we see Carson this weekend? No. Do we see Carson this season? Yes. That's Pete Haley. Give him a follow on Twitter at Pete Haley NBCS. We will be right back. Maybe we open these phone lines up, ask those exact same questions. Are we going to see Carson? He said no. I don't know. I don't know. Are they going to make the playoffs? After all that stuff he was saying, I can't believe he said no. No, no. Don't go anywhere. It's Pete (laughs) Mitchell. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 